What's going on, Sunbelt fans? My name is Dominic Rossetto. Welcome into the Sunbelt Syndicate. Today we are previewing Tuesday, December 7th, 27th matchup at the Camellia Bowl, which has got 6-6 six six Georgia Southern Eagles taking on the 6-6 six six Buffalo Bowls. Uh, both teams kind of struggled down the stretch, uh, both going 2-3 and three in their last five. So neither team's coming in red hot here in this matchup. Both teams had one common opponent in Coastal Carolina. Both teams lost to Coastal Carolina as well. Uh, Buffalo loses 38-26. Georgia Southern lost to them 34-30. So again, none of those things are, you know, a tell of exactly how this game will go. You don't always know how these things happen, but, you know, you... You think that that should be at least somewhat helpful in just one common opponent uh, that both teams played similarly, um, but both did, again, come away with losses in that game. Uh, jumping into players to look, keep an eye out for in this one, uh, Van Trees, Kyle Van Trees for Georgia Southern, uh, probably the biggest person to watch in this game. Uh, Georgia Southern fans are obviously well aware. Some people uh, otherwise may be as well. But for those of you not up on the up and up, uh, Van Trees transferred and hit the transfer portal and left Buffalo last year to come and play for Georgia Southern. Uh, and you can see why. Uh, I guess Clay Helton sold him on the fact he was going to be able to throw all over the place because this year he's thrown for over 3,900 yards. He's one yard over that to be exact on what he's thrown for for the year. The most he's ever thrown for while at Buffalo was 1,861 yards. So uh, whatever Helton sold him worked and uh, Clay kept to his word and let's just lets this guy throw it all over the field. So he's going to be the most interesting person to keep an eye on for this one. How much is Buffalo defense want to get after a guy that left the program? Uh, I don't think there was any ill will toward it, but uh, you know, how much do they want to get after a guy like this, you know, and, and put him in the, in the ground a few times, uh, even if it's in a joking manner in, in a little bit, uh, they're definitely going to want to take advantage of that. But again, over almost closing on 4,000 yards for the season, uh, Probably after this game, he'll be well over that. Uh, he's thrown for 25 touchdowns to just 15 interceptions. On the other side of the ball, you've got Snyder, who's only gone for 2,700, a little over 2,700 yards, just 17 touchdowns to eight interceptions. So we know who's to favor in the quarterback aspect going into this one. Uh, running the ball, you've got uh, Jalen White. For Georgia Southern, over 900 yards on the season, 10 touchdowns. He's going to be the guy who totes the rock when they do run it uh, the most. They obviously will spell him with Green and Arnold a little bit. Uh, Arnold came into his own there right at the end of the season. Really had a great game against uh, App State there. But uh, Green is kind of their secondary back. He's got six touchdowns on the season. So keep an eye out for that tandem. But White's definitely the feature back there. Uh, as far as the kicking game goes, no problem trusting Rayner to get it done. Uh, great kicker all season long. So not not the only thing he's maybe got to look out for is some really long kicks. But uh, I expect this Georgia Southern 
team to move the ball pretty well, not have any problems uh, getting him in comfortable field goal range. Uh, as far as wide receivers go, this is where they're going to hurt you. Vantrese has got those yardage because he's got so many weapons. So he's got Hood, Burgess, and Singleton as his leading receivers, all over 700 yards. Uh, three touchdowns for Hood, seven for Burgess, and just two for Singleton. Uh, we'll throw Jones in there. He hasn't seen nearly as much of the production, but somehow he's the second leading receiver as far as touchdowns go. He's got six on the year. And one more guy to throw in there just to keep an eye on is McAfee at the tight end position. Again, not a lot of production as far as yardage is concerned, but three touchdowns, which makes him third leaving, leading receiver as far as touchdowns go. Uh, well, tied for the third leading receiver with Hood. Uh, so keep an eye out for him near the red zone because that's where they could sneak him out uh, to take advantage of that. Defensively, you've got Watson Trent with over 100 total tackles on the season. Uh, but keep an eye out for Ellis on the defensive line. Four and a half sacks, very disruptive there at defensive line position and should be getting into that Buffalo backfield uh, throughout the day on this game here. Uh, as far as defensive backs, I I don't think that's a strong suit of the Georgia Southern defense. Uh, you don't have anybody that you really have to stay away from. Um, you know, Bride's got two interceptions on the year. Birdsong's got one. Wilson's got one. Um, these guys can have really great plays, but uh, they're not the most fearsome backfield, uh, even in the Sun Belt. So they're, Buffalo's not going to be afraid to try and test the passing game uh, against them in this bowl game. But we'll see. Uh, like I said, they're still very athletic defensive backfield, and they can get it done when needed. Um, but that has been a soft spot for the defense as far as this season goes. Jumping back over to Buffalo, again, we've already come to, gone over Snyder in the quarterback position. Let's look at the running back position comparatively. Um, you know, I guess – they spread it out a little bit more. They've got uh, almost equal carries and yardage in Washington and Cook Jr. at the running back position. Uh, Washington with seven touchdowns on the season. Cook Jr. with four. Uh, both just over 600 yards, or Cook's right exactly at 600 yards. Their average per carry is a little bit lesser than what Georgia Southern sees per carry. Um, both of those backs are under four and a half yards per carry. Uh, so, you want to say that they run the ball a little bit more than throwing it because their wide receivers uh, don't have as much production nearly as the Georgia Southern guys do. Uh, only one receiver with over 700 yards. Uh, that's Marshall. He does have eight touchdowns. Williams is, has five with just 643. And then they've got Gassett with two. Uh, and then they're Fourth leading receiver is actually the running back, Cook Jr. So they're definitely going to throw to him out of the backfield. Something to keep an eye on as a little uh, feature that they like to have. Um, doesn't have a ton of receptions out of there, but he's the one that's going to be pass catching passes out of the backfield uh, a little bit more than Washington will. Um, so that's the production as far as offensive goes. As far as the de uh, sorry, the kicking game, we'll jump into that next. You know, extra point wise, don't have any concerns there. As far as the field goal kicking, not quite as strong, but most of the struggles are similar in the fact that uh, the longer stuff is what gets to McNulty. 
that's the only place he really struggles. So both kicking games, I think, are pretty equal in this one. If it comes down to a long field goal, both teams uh, may think about going for it on a fourth and short compared to uh, you know a 50-yard field goal or a you know a 48-yard field goal, something of that sort. Especially in a bowl game, last game of the season, you're probably just going to go ahead and take that chance unless it's to you know end the half or win the game, maybe kick the field goal and, and try that long shot. Otherwise, you're probably going to see both teams go for it on fourth and short yardage in those longer kicking situations. As far as defensively, two very strong linebackers in Dolik and Patterson, both well over 100 tackles on this season. Uh, Dolik also has four and a half sacks. Uh, Patterson just one and a half, but they've also got, again, another defensive lineman who's big on this side as well. Also four and a half sacks for D. Williams on the other side of the ball there for Buffalo. As far as the defensive backfield goes, they've got a safety in Fuqua. Uh, Fuqua with seven interceptions. Definitely want to avoid him, especially with Van Treese's touchdown to interception ratio. Uh, he does like to throw it all over the field. He passes for a lot of yards, but he somehow sometimes has that inconsistency uh, and some questionable throws. Got to stay away from Fuqua's side of the field in that regard. Uh, but otherwise, other than him, uh, not the strongest defensive backfield that you've seen statistically. These Overall numbers for both defenses are somewhat similar, but the linebacker position certainly favors Buffalo in this one. I would say that uh, that's fine in this one for Georgia Southern, actually. That's, that's a good matchup because they don't tend to run the ball as much uh, as they throw it. So if, if you're getting those linebackers into pass coverage, that's where you could get them in trouble and beat them with the, the smaller, quicker wide receivers uh, with speed with those slant routes or just straight downfield looks. So that is uh, one place you could kind of look toward as far as that goes. Uh, some interesting statistics here. We've got um, Van Trees throwing for over 300 yards for over six games, six times this season, Van Trace has gone over 300 yards passing. Comparatively, Snyder's gone over 300 yards passing just once. Now, he has come close another time. He was at 297, so he's been close uh, you know, for a second time. But they've only had one wide receiver for Buffalo go over 100 yards all season. And then you've got Georgia Southern on the other side of the ball who has had five games with a receiver over 100 yards, not even the same receiver. So it's going to be harder for this Buffalo defense to cue in on that. Meanwhile, you've got uh, four games where the Georgia Southern running backs have gone for over 100 yards. For Buffalo, they had two games with a rusher with 100 yards. Both times it was Cook Jr. as well. Um, so... Something just to keep an eye out for. Oh, I'm sorry. Myers actually went for 110 in that Kent State game. Um, so they've had three times when they've had a, a running back with 100 yards or more. But again, they don't have uh, the passing attack that Georgia Southern does. So what Buffalo is going to want to do is play that more even game. They're going to try and throw it as much as they run it. Uh, hopefully that bodes well for that Georgia Southern defense because they can be decently strong against that run. Uh, where they struggle a little bit more, again, is that secondary, that pass coverage, uh, not as good uh, as far as the takeaways are concerned on that side of the ball as Buffalo is. Um, but we'll see how this one turns out. Again, we've had that common opponent. We've had some statistical things, both very similar within their last five. Uh, both score a lot of points. So that's one thing to watch out for. I don't expect either team to put 
up less than 24 points in this one. I'm going to favor Georgia Southern just because they have that quick strike offense. They're going to be pulling out the trick plays. I think Helton's going to let these guys have a lot of fun, uh, reward them for a season where it came down to that last game against App State and they beat them to get in to the bowl game in general. Uh, I think they're going to they're going to be out there having a lot of fun flying around, maybe looking a little bit more like that Western Kentucky offense we saw against South Alabama. Um, and then the, the, that shootout they had with Nebraska, you know, those are the types of games that uh, Georgia Southern does well at. Um, so I think that they're going to take this one, but I do think it's going to be close because because Buffalo puts up a lot of points, like I said. So I think I'm going to favor Georgia Southern in this one, 31, Buffalo 28. Hopefully it lives up to expectations, and this one comes down to a great game to get us started on the 27th for the Bull day uh day of bowl games uh hopefully enough people get to check this out hard for those of us who are back at work on a tuesday but uh should be a good one to watch for and a lot of fireworks with all the points they may put up on the board thanks for listening Sunbelt syndicate